Welcome to the Grown Folks Table. We both know that we're grown. Real experiences, real conversations. Like a real woman would. Okay. Well, we're going to dive into the many hats we as women wear and how we manage to balance it all and still look good. <laughs> all right. Well, I don't know about today. <laughs> we look good even on our worst days. <laughs> But let's talk a little bit about it, Delois. I want to lean into you because okay. you you lead a lot of women and you wear many hats. And so tell us, what does that look like with balancing um, your lifestyle and leading the women that you do, the dynamic women that you lead with the 100 Black Women Coalition and managing all of those different hats? Now, I would say that my family, which is my husband first, um, He's taking a back seat. He's not happy about it. And um, I do have to try to find that balance because when I became president, I was always like a vice president, you know, other supporting roles in the chapter, but not the lead. Now I'm the president, been president now going into my fourth year. So it has been a, a challenge because I am president 100% full time. And so in my relationship, my family, he feels that he is not first now. And uh, because we are so busy, because we are a nonprofit organization, we are community-based, we advocacy is what we do. So we're in the community almost every weekend. And if it's not an event, if it's not a program we're doing, it's an event we're doing. So it's always something. I would say my first year, now he was all on board. He was gung-ho, he was excited and everything. And I, I started seeing that trickle off over the years. Now it's like, are you still the president? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not over. I thought it was over last year. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, this is where we are. But I'm passionate about what I do and what I do and, and leading the women because I am that person they look they look to for the guidance uh, to to man man that chapter, to, to manage that chapter and everything. So I have to try to find a balance with them because they do call a lot. I have 30 in my, in my chapter. And so the first year, you know, it's getting your feet wet. And then the second year, you kind of you got things on, on course. I think now I really have it down on lock because what I had to do, I had to balance with them about the times you call me. So I changed that where my time and my husband's time is in the mornings. So I don't take any calls before 10. So after that, that 10, I try to give them because I know they work. So I try to give time when they get off work to try to communicate with me. And I may give them to 7. And we may go 8, you know, but that's the timeline. But it's now the time I used to allow them to call me 8, 9, 10, just when you want to call me. So, you know, you have to find that balance and you have to just put everything in perspective. At the same time, can do what it is that you do. So I hear boundaries. You know, that's, yes. that's what I hear. Boundaries help you balance. Yes. Um, and uh, also it reminds me of a conversation that we were having uh, with Joyce and um, her taking on her new role and what that kind of looks like with um, boundaries and balance for her family. Would you like to chime in on that, Joyce? Certain language we can't use, can we? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It, it, it is so new to me. In my new role, I've always had to figure out how to balance my career uh, and achieve in it, along with um, maintaining a great, loving relationship with my husband because it wasn't an easy feat to get him so I ain't trying to mm -hmm. let nobody have all this <laughs> I didn't put in it <laughs> hey, hello so um, it, it is quite 
it is quite challenging. Now, I've been a, a radio personality for 35 years. And when I went into the business, he was not my husband, nor was he my boyfriend. And so that I had so much freedom then. But when he became my boyfriend and then he became my husband, it was a it was a teaching time because you know i can only speak about my profession in my profession in the entertainment business entertainment is 24 7. Mm -hmm. it's all the time at any time monday through friday saturday sunday and back all over again and 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 especially when you get to working at a major radio station in a major market then the the demands of your time is very demanding and if you want to uh, reach the salary uh, you know a, 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 a great salary in the business if you want to have the the presence in the business then you have to constantly work at that and so you know he met me in that process and and I remember uh, a, a long time ago, just how difficult sometimes it is. Um, you know, I, I am a church going woman and I do believe in being in the house and, and, and I sang in the choirs for years. But when I got into the business at the level that I am now and even was then, um, I used to hear talk about, so, you know, you'd rather be in the club than at church. Mm. And, and I said, no, I said, but the requirement of my business is me being in the club for right now. And so how I, how I tackled that was I said, okay, you and your guys go out and enjoy yourselves. Here's a couple hundred dollars, just spend it, do whatever you want. And I said, and I'm gonna go out and make this appearance at the clubs. And I said, we meet back here about one o'clock. When I got back, I had $1,500 because of my appearance fee. When he got back, he had maybe two quarters. And, you know. <laughs> and I said, that's why I go out. I go out because it's a requirement of my job. It is what I need to engage in my listeners so I can stay in the business. And it makes good money, <laughs> you know, and that's what so so we, we we got through that. And then now, 35 years later, I was offered a management position that I had never done in the in the industry. And I didn't even know what all the requirements was and how much time that it takes to manage a a radio station in a major market. And prior to me taking the position, the first person that I talked to once the position was offered was my husband because I needed for him to feel good about me taking on this position and the responsibility. And he was 1,000% behind me. Well, three months in, um, and I and I stay conscious of the fact that you know, we only see each other two, three minutes per day. I stay conscious of that because I do not want to ruin the great relationship that we have. I do not want to ruin that. And I want to stay in my marriage until death do us part. But I, he, he made a statement uh, about, man, it, it feels so good to be out with my family. 
And the way he said it, it just hit my heart. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> you know, you you said this was okay. And and but just the way you said it made me feel like now it's mm-hmm. not as okay as it was three months ago. And I'm three months in. And the position I'm looking at five years at least mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. so um so now it's 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 a mind-boggling thing it's like you still want to do what you do you st- and 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 I hope that I'm doing it knowing that I have my best my family's best interest at heart my son is is older He's, you know, he lives with us, but he's about to move out. So I'm, I'm like, that piece is taken care of. The dog is old as all get out. So all she need, all she needed some quiet time, and she good. And then I thought our relationship is very, very, very solid to where this will be okay. But when you just, just a few little words can just take all of that and just, just throw it out the window. And so now that little piece just resonates right there all the time. When I left home today at 4.45 a.m., mm-hmm. and here it is way after 6 o'clock, and, 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 I'm, and I still haven't mm-hmm. gone home, <laughs> you know. Uh, and all of it have been, you know, radio management related uh, based on, you know, position and, and responsibility. So now I'm thinking, okay, George, you got to walk in with something that says you've been on my mind and, and I just want to make sure everything is cool and covered. So it, it, I, I, it, it's difficult now. I thought I had it. I thought I had it down packed. You know, I thought I had it. But a couple of little words can throw a curve to make you feel and think that it might not be as tight as what you think it is. Well, one of the things I wanted to say, you know, that, that I that I heard even in that is, you know, that too has happened to me. I'm pretty sure before all of us can say, you know, we've started out on an um, adventure and it seemed like we got the amen from our spouses. And then when we got in it, maybe they didn't fully know Although we try to verbally explain what the commitment looked like, we kind of don't know all the way what the commitment, how the commitment kind of impacts us until we're actually in that thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you've ever signed up to be a part of a club or mm-hmm. signed up to, you know, be up with an organization or what have you until and so you may have kind of outline what you thought the balance could look like and how you can handle it but it wasn't until you got in that thing Mm -hmm. that you realized oh my god and sometimes our spouses are like that too you know well I didn't know it was going to take you away from me that much and so one thing that we have to be careful of even as wives that there are different seasons in our marriages you know Mm -hmm. what made our spouse happy 10 years ago no longer makes them happy in, in this season, we got to kind of switch that thing up a little bit where he may not have needed so much attention from us, you know, maybe the last 10 years, you know, in this 10 years, he wants more coddling and more mm-hmm. attention, more back rubbing, more affection, mm-hmm. more phone calls, you know, more dinners, you know. And so um, submerging ourselves, how do you all deal with that? How do you deal with the changes that you have to do um, to deal with? Um, in your wife roles. And while you passing the mic, one thing that happened in his life was he retired. He retired 
and I took on another job. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So mm-hmm. in his in his eye, he saw, look, you've been doing, you know, your your business radio for 35 years. I've been doing mine close to 30. I'm retiring, so you near retiring as well. So we about to just take these trips yeah. and we about to just go be yeah. hanging. Yeah. And then all of a sudden here this new uh, this new opportunity came to me and I'm like I got to know about if I can yeah. do it if I can make it if I if, if if it came Jay I can't take I can't say no it, because it came to me I didn't pursue it I didn't uh, go in and say I want to try as being a manager it, it came and so I think with him at least I'm feeling with him is like he was looking for let's just get to this this stage in our lives we didn't raise the kids you know let's just do things let's just travel let's, and, and here you have taken on a new position but, but you know Joyce as I listen to you I, I think we're in a constant state of evolving yes that's what you just said. And that which took us that first five years, it won't take you now. That which got you to the first 20, you have got to evolve. And what I hear is it's important to pay attention, pay attention to the signs. Now, I, I, um, I was thinking, can we have it all as women? Because we want it. And we hear that, I am woman, hear me roar, remember? Yes, I want it all, I can do it. And I don't know. I've come to this place in my life at this age, I don't know, because sometimes it requires us to sacrifice something. And sometimes in that sacrifice, you don't even realize you did it until it it snuck up on you. And my kids are grown. And, and I've been one of those go-getters and want it all kind of thing. And I had a wonderful husband that pushed, pushed, pushed. You can climb every mountain and not realizing that the, the toll it may take. And so at this season of my life, it's like, what, what do I really want? Because do I want to take those trips? Do I want to spend that quality time together? And I just want, I want my husband to be right there with me. I don't want to leave him in my pursuit of becoming. I want us to walk together in this season of life. And so it's important to set new goals because even though, even though Jay retired, my husband just did the same thing. And so I feel like he's just walking around in circles in the house, just walking around and singing a lot, talking loud, you know, waking you up. You know, I love him. I told you that I do. But he's just getting on my nerves. And so it's like, you got to figure out some, something to do. Like, go play golf, do whatever you want. But it's been raining, right? So I couldn't go play golf a lot. So we're trying to figure it out. Yeah. And we and, and we want we want to stay together, connected as we figure out this next leg of our journey. But it's not easy. Now I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna be quiet. I, I heard this many years ago and I'll say this. We all have a promise. We all are spiritual women and we have a promise from the Lord. But I heard this years ago and it stayed with me my entire life, and that is hold on loosely to your promise because you might be required to sacrifice it. Mm. And only you know what your promise is. But I've asked God over and over, 
What's that promise? Was it the school? Is it my children that I have to raise and let go? Is it my career? You know, my reputation? What is it? Because I believe as we move throughout life, we may have, be, have to put it on the altar and trust God with our lives. So I just, I'm walking this thing out with you. Mm-hmm. That was deep. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I mean, I, I, I was staring a dead in her mouth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, you know, but I, but and 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 that conversation came about as well, and and I'm like, and and this was something that I was trying to help him with prior to retirement. And I, I, we would have these conversations. So, what are your plans? What do you want to do mm-hmm. after you give up the Department of Corrections? What what else is next for you? Well, he did go and grab a, a gig, you know, a part time gig that that he loves, but it isn't. It isn't something that happens so often that he's he's going to be gone, you know, a lot. Mm-hmm. He's home a lot. Mm-hmm. And prior to me taking on this position, I worked evenings. So days we just had the freedom to just do whatever, when we wanted and how we wanted. Well, that has totally changed. And um, but I still want to make sure that he's happy yes you know in in my pursuit he is that's a that's a a responsibility that I know I I I carry Mm -hmm. is to make sure that this man who I know loves me and has my best interest and is in support Mm -hmm. is happy Um, but I also feel that I have to be happy too Mm -hmm. And and so we gotta we gotta work towards that balance. Mm-hmm. Have we found it yet? That'd be a uh, no. <laughs> We're still working on it. And the last little thing I was going to say is I think as long as we know what it is that makes them happy, because for some men it's just something very small. Mm-hmm. Although we are these busy women with so much to do. But if we do that little small thing, I know in my, in my relationship, my husband doesn't ask a lot or require a lot for me. As we talked earlier on another show, I can go anywhere I want to go. But it's those very little small things, but it seems like I can't get that far away. <laughs> we talk about she that all the time. I can't get that stone. I can't get that stone popping. I can't get that stone. And, and really, that is it. It's, it's that small thing. Yeah. He's a person because he can do a lot on his own, mm-hmm. but he does like the attention. He likes us being together. Mm-hmm. So I really have to watch when I'm gone all day and then I come back taking conference calls. I'm on conference calls. Then I find myself it's 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, oh my God, he's been down there long. He doesn't like that. And, and I know this, but I got to watch those things. Yeah. So I know the things that he doesn't like so I have to fix that he's like your husband retired he's been retired and stuff for a couple years but the thing is he can do so many things it's he just doesn't want to. He he feels out the forty something years. He doesn't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. But I think now we're getting in a place, and I think everything works itself out. Because mm-hmm. now he's getting in a place. Oh, they're not doing anything. I can't do. So now he said, "Okay, I'm going to go write some plays," mm-hmm. which he can do, and that will fulfill a lot of his time. When say when I'm not there, that void, mm-hmm. because I can't be there. And I think as women, you know, it's not over until they put the dirt on you. Is what I say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I, I, I'm not that person who will sit around. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. But I, I like to be 
out in the forefront, out in the in the public, in the community, giving back, doing my services, what I felt God has given me, what he has put on my heart to do. And when he says it's not, you're not doing it anymore, then I think he's going to sit me to the side and I won't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's where I am with that. And my husband understands it. So we're just working things out. I'll get some good cake next time. <laughs> Come Maybe on a pound cake. Uh, I'm nervous for my husband to retire based on everything y'all just said. I'm nervous for it because, first of all, uh, my husband would drive me crazy. I already know. He would drive me um, crazy because the thing that I think becomes unfair, because uh, I had this conversation with my mother when she retired, uh, because as long as mom was working, it was like, okay, everything is cool. When my mother retired and had the free time, you know, she would call me and I'm at work and be like, oh, I'll call when I finish. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the day, I called you early. You didn't answer the phone. Mom, I'm at work. <laughs> and, but it was b- b- when she had the job, that didn't happen. It was, un- mm-hmm. it was when she retired. And so I think it becomes uh unfair for another person to create you got to create all of their happiness and feelings in that moment I think that's a that's a hard thing to ask for that's why we have to have our own um, hobbies our own things that drive us our own passions my husband loved motorcycles I hate him hated him having them (laughs) he has had six since I've known him he has dropped Two, I seen him drop one, uh, driving, doing a wheelie. It, when he came down, he came down on gravel, slid 20 feet, took all the skin off his his body. I never want him to have another motorcycle again. He, he got rid of the motorcycle, and then he was like, I, I'm good. I don't want one. But he kept, it was like, oh, it was bothering him. And he was like, you know, I got to get another motorcycle. I was like, no, you don't need to have one. No, you don't need to have one. Then I had to realize that is his passion. He's been driving, riding bikes forever. I hate it. Don't want him to have it. But if he said, don't ever go buy a pair of shoes again, I'd be like, I, we might go to divorce court. I don't I don't know if we're going to make it. So so I, I released that because it was it was his thing. And so I think when uh, especially when you get to the, the age, because we'll be retiring in the next. 10 plus um, years we have to have our own things that um, that uh, interest us and then be able to to say hey how do we do this together so there has to be has to be some compromise in there the, the one thing that I think um, was was a life changer for me was to realize I'm not a superwoman I can't do all the stuff. I'm tired of trying to live up to what everybody in society expects me to do as a mother, as a wife, as a business owner, as a, it was like, you know what? You just have to do you in your, uh, in your household. You have to do you with your kids and doing you might not look like everybody else's, but guess what? It's okay with you doing you. I think a lot of times we are trying to, as women, we juggling based on what other people think of us. I mean, I, I did that for a long time. What are they going to think about me? What are they going to say? Or if I do this, you know, how are they going to look at me? And, and it's people that don't have like you anyway, but we're we're concerned about them. So I'm at this stage in my life. It's something about turning 50 that it's like, girl, I don't even care. <laughs> I don't even care what you think about me at this point in time. So juggling, I for me, what has been better for me is trying to create harmony in the areas of my life that's off. So if me and my husband is good and I'm working 80 percent, 
I, I don't have to go and get into. We good. We we're doing good. When that's off, then then I let me maneuver, create harmony here. If there's issues with me and my kids, if there's issues at work, it's not trying to balance everything. Where where am I off in harmony? Where is the music not playing well? And there's some notes off. That that's the area that now I need to put some time to get that back on because we all know they change yes. yeah. at different yes. times. Yeah. But if we trying to yeah. balance everything, mm-hmm. it'll drive us crazy. Yeah, because yeah, the curve was thrown. Yeah. I mean, I thought everything was cool. Right. And then the curve, curve. was thrown. Yeah. And then the, the other piece, I was always the event planner. You uh-huh. know, I was always mm-hmm. the one that, you know, thought about the stuff to do and let's go here and let's do this. And once mm. the, the attention came off of that and it was all over here, it was like, so what are we going to do? Right. I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> you know, this is what I got to do. You want to come along? But um, so I, I so I, I know some of the things I, I caused, mm-hmm. like, you know, always the one that was the planner, always mm-hmm. the one that had pretty much the idea, too. Um, so, you know, and now with me having to plan to run this company, I mean, to run this position, I'm not planning things over mm-hmm. here that he had gotten so cu- accustomed to us doing. So, so let me ask you this: you you talked about the curveball, you know, and I think we might have all have had some curveballs yes. thrown. Like um, my husband threw a curveball um, for years; he made more money. Mm-hmm. And he was always like, you know, everything we got, it doesn't matter. It's ours. It's ours. But when I got a raise and my raise exceeded his position, it was a curveball. Yeah. It was a curveball because for years mm-hmm. that it was always whatever. We, it's, it's ours together. It doesn't matter. And then when I started making more money, he felt some type of way. Mm-hmm. And I knew he felt some type of way because of the comments, like mm-hmm. the comment that you said. It was something in that comment. It, it was those comments. He would say, well, you can go ahead and buy whatever you want. You make enough money, too. <laughs> mm, you had never said that in our whole marriage. But it was it was those little comments that was like, okay, that's bothering him. And so when I would ask him, it's like, hey, it's bothering you with my salary. No, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Yeah, because you've mentioned it several times over the last 30 days. Mm-hmm. And anytime he mentions stuff over and over, mm-hmm. it's bothering him. Mm-hmm. But that was a that was a curveball that we had to figure out how to navigate through through this process because he he just I guess he never expected my salary to So how did you navigate uh through that? How th- I never ever um, I never talked about that. I did, I did the same thing I did before I made the money. I didn't talk about, um, well, I'm going to do this. I never changed the way I never tried to make him feel bad about it because I knew when he made those comments, he was feeling a certain type of way. And so when I had the conversation with him, I said, you know, name something that I've done to make you feel that I think you are less than or I'm better than. Give me an instance so I can have an idea. And he sat there and he looked at me. He was like, well, well, you haven't. I said, so then why are you? And he said, you know, I'll be honest. I never thought it would bother me, but it bothers me. And and he said, that's just a male thing. Yeah, you can't do husband, nothing about it. My husband it. was the same way when we when we first met. Um, you know, I was about three, four times more. And un- unfortunately, he had been in a previous relationship 
to where it made a difference from her mm-hmm. and it and and she put him down yep and so he was expecting the same type of behavior or the same type of way with me and it never crossed my mind mm-hmm. I never thought about it and so I had to just in conversation and in just living our life convince him that yeah. it it doesn't matter right you know it's it's what we both bring to the table to allow us to live mm-hmm. the life that we are choosing to live but it it, it was a difficult thing in the beginning now mm-hmm. he um, don't yeah exactly <laughs> now he was like girl go make some more girl. <laughs> hello hello so you know i mean it's 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 experiences and and like i said it's not is is his comment is not going to stop me from going in mm-hmm. and being the manager that I hope to become. Yeah. His comments are not going to do that. What it is going to do is just make me aware and come Monday when I do have finally the day off or a day off, let's go make it a J day. And because because I I want to maintain what you what, what I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm too old to be trying to find. I out. know that's right. And then I got that man. Right. I done got that man. Right. That man right. Right. <laughs> so ain't no man over there to and, nobody. And that's right. <laughs> <laughs> now you got old good man. You got old good man. Well, thank you guys so much for joining the sisters today. We had a great time diving yes. in on what it means to balance in our relationships and wear so many hats. This is Elisha V. Cash, the Atlanta Women's Empowerment Ministry. You can follow me um, on Atlanta Women's Empowerment Ministry as well as Elisha V. Cash. Come on, Vicki, tell them where they can follow you. It's been a great day, sisters. Uh, I'm Vicki B. Turner. You can follow me on Facebook. This is Dolores Grizzle, and you can follow me on Instagram, Decatur the Cap. And this is your girl, Becky Davis, the Chief Bosspreneur. You can follow me on all my social uh, networks at Bosspreneur, at Bosspreneur. And this is Joyce Littell, and you can follow me at Joyce Littell on Facebook and Twitter, and I am Joyce Littell on Instagram.